0: Block Talk Radio Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world. Stay tuned. We are taking over your airways. In three.
1: conservative talk show host, The Left Hates, Romeo Hill, on The Romeo Show. Call him now at 516-666-9806, and it all starts
2: now. It's time to crank it up.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. I am your host, Romeo Hill. If you would love to call the show and join the conversation, we welcome it. Please call 516-666-9806. But today, I will not be hosting the show. I am going to turn it over to the man of many voices. Well, I mean, hauntingly many voices. That probably haunt him in the middle of the night and give him the heebie-jeebies. And sometimes he gives me the heebie-jeebies. The man, the myth, the legend, the man that makes us all possible, my
4: buddy, Scott Hum. Hi, Romeo. How are you doing, Scott? Good. Now... I want to clarify something really important. Uh, In the last 48 hours, Romeo put out a video on YouTube saying he was going to quit YouTube. And then he put out another video talking about sponsorship opportunities and a lot of other things like that. And the reason that happened is he had a breakup with his significant other. Now, I just want to give some ground rules because, and let you know a few things, because this is something I think Romeo is very brave to do. And again, those of you listening on the internet, uh, on the link, give us a call, 516-666, that's frightening, 9806, if you want to get crystal clear quality, or if you want to uh, even talk. But you're welcome to talk, and that's what this is going to be. We're not going to be talking about news, uh, although AOC could uh, be in the realm of his uh, uh, people that uh, he, he might be going after now, Jessica. Uh But what we are going to discuss is something that's not easy. How can you go through a situation that is so difficult and come out at least not on necessarily on top, but, uh, oh, I guess at least, come out okay. Now, Romeo, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, and in case you guys are curious, about 20 years ago, I did have paraprofessional training as a residential fraternity advisor, and I'm going to see how much of that I can remember, but let's start with Romeo. You and your significant other broke up. What happened? What caused that?
3: There There was just a lot of things, Scott. I mean, she wanted me to change some stuff around, and I wasn't ready to change. And I feel like change is good in positive situations, but this change was not going to help me yet. And in the situation I am in with being as far as I am in this situation, like being addicted to dip tobacco, and no, I don't say dip is safe or a better alternative than cigarettes. I mean, those kind of things I understand being that she wants me to be healthy and happy and Mm -hmm. it was something I was not willing to give up. And how did I do it, was your first question coming on top. (laughs) Well, it wasn't easy. Um, I wanted to give up everything, my YouTube, my journalism career. I was just tanking to the bottom. And I had a lot of people that night that I just broke down, tell me, Romeo, you can't give up. We're all here for you. Everyone's here for you. If you give up, what about your fans on YouTube? What about your people that listen to you on the radio show? They, they like listening to you. They love you. We love you. Your friends, your family, you have them all and you can't push them away because that's not a fair for them. And B that's just something that we're not going to let you do. And I realized and by, at the end of it that I I was pushing them away and I shouldn't have.
4: By the way, we want to welcome everybody listening on Blog Talk Radio, Acast, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Player FM. One of the ground rules I do want to mention is during this show, during this conversation, Romeo will not be mentioning the name of his now former significant other, and he will not be uh, mentioning how she may or may not be affiliated with rightwingmedia.net, dot uh, net, etc. We're just back. We're just going to call her Mary. Is that that's uh, how that is that good? Sure. Okay. That's what perfect. Did, yeah. What did Mary want you to do? What were some of the things that she was trying to motivate as a change?
3: Well, one was trying to not dip as much. I realize, you know, being that I'm a YouTube persona with views of 220 and being a dip reviewer, comedian, kind of slash articulate news pundit reporter, I mm-hmm. realize that those are times that are hard because those take away a lot of my attention from mary and you know a lot of the times that my significant other needed the attention i wasn't able to do it as much because i'm busy trying to do youtube or do my show or do other media outlets that i'm connected with and but those were kind of one of the few changes that she wanted for me now understand this that Scott, this is reasonable. These are reasonable requests. But the the thing of it is is that I have my viewers that need me. You know, I, I know she needs me as well. And I give her as much time and as much attention as I could so that my significant other would be happy. But unfortunately, I don't think that that much time and that much being apart was... Really helping our relationship, and it was not making our real healthy. It was kind of getting it into a toxic zone where it was going to end up affecting the relationship entirely, like it did. And the fact that maybe I get into arguments with people because people will try to pick on her or put her into a corner, push her into a corner, mm. not. Physically, but you know, just figure of speech meaning that I was not really comfortable with. I didn't like it, I didn't appreciate it. I was trying to defend her, I was trying to, you know, defend her in the best way that I could as being a good partner and helping her understand that, you know, I am not going to let nobody push her around, nor my friends, nor family. And that I don't accept that. And that was kind of one of the changes. Now, yes, I could have probably done a little bit better at handling myself with these kind of situations, which, granted, we're all human. We're all going to fall and make mistakes. But at the same time, I think that I wanted to try to be the best that I could be. And I wanted to do the best I could to show her how much I loved and cared for her, and I did the best I could, and being that, you know, when I got COVID, it really affected me, and it just broke me down so that I, I wasn't able to go out there and see her or visit her or talk to her face-to-face and hold her and hug her and give her that affection and tension I need, but I did the best I could with the situation at hand, I felt like maybe, you know, some of the viewers may opposition or viewpoint of what they see from me, but that's fine. But I thought I did the best I could. And with that being said, when it's all said and done, you got to look at, at the end of the day, did you literally do the best you could for her? Well, I tried. I tried my hardest to please her. I tried my hardest to give her my attention, my undevoted attention when I could. But like I said, there's just so many people that call me, need me or want to talk to me. And it's so hard because I'm only one person and I can't do everything at one time.
4: Uh, you've mentioned that you got COVID. Did, uh, did I hear right uh, that she had COVID as well? Um,
3: I believe she did. Yeah.
4: Now. I don't know if you've heard this, but there, there is a thing called COVID fog that, uh, set that uh, people who have COVID, their emotions and their, um, what do you call it, and thought processes can be uh, impaired a little. Uh, do you think that could be a possibility for her or for you? You know, if there
3: is such a thing. I, I got to be honest, it could be a possibility for both of us. I'm not going to say it's just her and her alone, because that that's not right to put blame on one person. It takes two to tingle. So when you break it down, I think that there could be a possibility that it was both sides that made mistakes and both sides that had unclear
4: judgment or foggy judgment. So I, if, I think it is mm-hmm. possible. Uh Now, you've had some um, time to think this over and so on. One of the things that I kind of wondered, and this is going to be kind of difficult, but you had the one video where you said you were going off Facebook uh, where you were actually crying. What were you feeling? Yeah. Uh, What were you feeling when that happened?
2: I was hurt. I
3: had come to a point where I was starting to feel the crash. So. It's like grief, or I guess it's like losing somebody, having mm-hmm. somebody pass away. The mm-hmm. first one is disbelief. The second one is denial. The third one is acceptance, and the fourth one is finally letting go, being able to let go. And You've I done was your kind research. of cheater taught on, huh?
4: You've done your research.
3: Well, I've I've had people pass away in, in my family and and stuff and friends have passed and you know i i can admit that i probably was tear tottering between finally coming out of the disbelief to now where i was grieving over it and i was in denial i didn't want to admit that it was finally done and coming to the conclusion that now like i am now where i've accepted the fact that it's over between me and my significant other and there's no need to be hurt with it. But when I did that video, I was hurt. I was breaking down mentally, emotionally, uh, spiritually. I had started becoming lost of control of feeling like I was going to ever be loved again. I was still in pain. I just wanted to numb myself with alcohol and, and dip to try to numb myself. And people kept telling me don't do it because it's not going to do you any better, it's going to make you end up having worse effects. And because I was that day that I was doing that video, I was mentally broken down and. I just was not able to hold a composure together well enough that I didn't want to show all my audience how badly I was hurt. I didn't want to show them me crying, but I couldn't hold back because it was something I had to do. My audience knew that I was hurt and they would have figured it out at some point in time and it wasn't worth hiding it. And I couldn't because I had to be just normal. I had to show my pain for what it was, I was hurt and showing my pain probably showed a lot of people out there that look, there's times in your lives where you are going to lose something that you love or dear or close to you like I did with my significant other. But there's the light at the end of the tunnel of all of this, it's going to get better. You pick yourself up and you go back
4: and you fight again. What were some of the things that uh, she wanted that Mary wanted you to change? Well, like I said, one
3: dip in last two, trying to not argue with people because of certain stupid situations that were going on. Like, for instance, I guess I can give you one example. If somebody was making her feel uncomfortable or trying to verbally push her in the corner, I would get rowdy and start kind of blasting off and popping off on them telling them what's what and trying to defend her and trying to defend her honor and trying to defend my girl at at least for whatever it was worth. I felt like that was something I had to do as as being her partner. I didn't want her to feel like I'm not going to stand there and stick up for her. I didn't want to leave her alone. So I did the best I could. And she wanted me to change those two things and those two things I can't change
4: because it is who I am. So you did the, another video, um, trying to, you know, discuss the sponsorship negotiations. You got to, in fact, didn't you do another video even before that where you got some mud jugs, one of your listeners and also from, uh, what was it? uh, from mud jug itself.
3: Yes. And yes, uh, Northside Dipper 69 gave me these mud jugs. He bought them for me, had them signed by some of the guys at the mud jug factory. And the Patriotic or the Freedom mud jugs that I got were the last, he said, that they had in stock. And, you know, that day from when I was kind of down in the dumps to that day, I picked myself up a little bit more, realizing that my fans were all there for me. My family was there for me. My friends were there for me. And I had to continue to keep going and, and come back stronger because it wouldn't be fair for my fans, my friends, my family that watched me or anybody that watches me at that point to leave them in the dust like that. And so I wanted to give them the best show I could the best live I could. And being live, there's not a lot of room for error. And so I tried to do the best I could.
4: Now, one of the things that I was really kind of impressed by is in this, you kept uh, your fans in your mind and and also foremost above yourself. What were some of the comments uh, that you recall fans saying that uh, stuck out?
3: A lot of them were just Romeo I've been there, been there. I've been through what you've gone through. It's hard. Don't give up, keep your chin up. It's gonna get better. You're going to get through this with days that might be hard, but you will always be able to look back at this and say, you've learned something from this. You've learned how to manage and have better coping skills with dealing with situations that may come really tough and rough in times in life and other ones were we love you, Romeo. We, we really appreciate what you've done for everybody. We appreciate what you do for your fans, for us as your fans, we appreciate that you're able to do dip reviews and continue to be optimistic and laugh at politics and kind of make a mockery of politics and be able to look at it on a lighter side. We know that it's hard for you right now, but us fans are here for you, and we've never been, ever been not there for you. We've always been there for you. And it's really humbling when you hear your fans say that, well, Romeo is dealing with something, so I guess that means he's off and give up on me. No, they didn't turn around and do that. They turned around and literally came back with, we love you, Romeo. We appreciate what you're doing. We get what you're going through. Take your time. Don't quit. If you have to, take some time off and just get yourself composed back to normal so that you can do this. And there was a lot of comments that just really made it worthwhile realizing that my fans have stuck behind me and that they have so much love. not just me but I always say for each other and that love that they have not just for each other comes back to me and it's humbling because you realize that you know God has a plan for everyone you know that times are going to get tough but at the end of it all you got your fans you got us Romeo you can't leave us if you leave us that would be selfish and I realize you know I can't be selfish.
4: Well, let me ask you this, Romeo. Now, you started originally um, doing comedy on YouTube, and you kind of created a persona. And uh, by the way, if you are listening and you want to jump into the conversation, hit, uh, uh, I think it's the number one on your keyboard or something, on your phone, and uh, we can put you in. But do you feel that... Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you feel there's a responsibility you have just in, you know, you're a limited purpose public figure. People tune on you, onto your uh, lives and your videos on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we hear you in, on rightwingmedia.net. In fact, uh, it was your idea uh, to put the particular panda uh, joking around the thing uh, some of the Chinese issues up there. Thank you. Good idea. But you're welcome. Yeah. But do you feel there's a responsibility, I guess, that because you're giving the, inviting them into your life for the fun, a little music here and there, a little uh, turning Washington on its ear. Do you think that there is a uh, responsibility that you feel towards your family?
3: Yes. Um, a lot of my responsibilities are there. I mean, my fans turn to me for entertainment or dip review or just little shenanigans that I pull here and there like I guess a long time ago, dye my hair black, which didn't end very well.
4: Yeah. The people know, they, love that one.
3: they rely on they they look at me as they enjoy my content and mm-hmm. Their feedback has been so positive with with what I've been doing. Some not so good, but some good. But mostly, all a lot of it has turned good, positive feedback. And a lot of that positivity feedback gives me responsibility because they rely on me sometimes to give them the little joy and laughter that I can bring to their lives to bring happiness to a bad world in a bad situation, whether they were going through something traumatic like this or worse or whatever, I feel like it, it's kind of my responsibility to help them get through the day and at least try to put a smile on somebody's face and say, you know, the world may be so cruel, but there's somebody out there that cares for me. And not just about me, but we care for each other.
4: We're going to take a brief break and discuss our uh, next question is going to be Romeo. Something to think about while the break's going on. Does the public Romeo ever get in, interfere with the private Romeo? This is Scott Hum and you're listening to the Romeo show on the weird, I can't even think of it. I'm, I'm, that, I'm that, I'm that much hinging on every word you've been saying that um, you are listening to the Romeo show on Weird Media Network. And uh, we'll be right back right after this.
1: Take the following everyday steps to protect yourself and others. Get a COVID 19 vaccine as soon as you can. If you are not fully vaccinated, wear a mask in indoor public places. Children under the age of two should not wear a mask. If you are fully vaccinated, wear a mask in indoor public places if you are in an area of substantial or high transmission or if you have a weakened immune system. Stay six feet from others who are not part of your household. Avoid crowds and poorly ventilated spaces. Wash your hands off. Often. Cover coughs and sneezes. Clean high touch surfaces daily. The risk of severe COVID 19 increases as the number of medical conditions increases in a person. COVID 19 vaccination and protective measures are important, especially if you are older or have multiple or severe medical conditions. Vaccination, wearing a mask, staying six feet from others, and washing your hands often are important protective measures if you are older or have certain medical conditions. If you are sick with COVID 19 or think you might have it, stay home except to get medical care. Monitor your symptoms. If your symptoms get worse, contact your doctor. Get rest and stay hydrated. Avoid public transportation, ride-sharing, or taxis. And take these six steps to protect others. Wear a mask over your mouth and nose if you must be around other people. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze. Clean your hands often with soap and water or use hand sanitizer, especially after coughing or sneezing. As much as possible, stay in a separate room and away from others in your home. Avoid sharing personal household items such as dishes, utensils, towels, or bedding. Wash these items thoroughly after using them, and clean all surfaces that are touched often, like counters and doorknobs, every day. For more tips, visit CDC.gov. For the most accurate health information, visit CDC.gov, or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.
4: This is Scott Humm, and you're listening to The Romeo Show. I'm filling in for Romeo, who is our guest today, and the title is Romeo Comes Clean. Romeo, we have a caller from area code 904. 904, uh, what, what would you like to say or ask Romeo about his uh, breakup? And uh, if you, I mean, I, I guess you've probably seen some of his uh, comedy and uh, music and uh, and political videos too. What do you think in general about uh, what he's going through? Uh,
2: what I would like—I've known uh, Scott for a long time, uh, four or five years now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, we we are brothers. You know, <laughs> everybody goes through ups and downs in their life. I generally went through something just as terrible as what you have. Uh, I also had COVID. Oh, I got to say to you, brother, keep your head high. Um, Thank you, man. I, it, 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 it sucks. It sucks. There's no other way to look at it, yep. but it, it. It hurts. It sucks. And it does take a little while to get over it. But, I mean, y- you are coming at it from the right perspective. Um, I thought Thank I would you. never do it. No, absolutely. I thought I would never get through that hard time of my life. But, you know, you know things look up like you, they, they uh, really do.
4: Ken, what <laughs> was the hard the time the in your life? What was the uh, uh, tunnel that you went through in, in in general? I mean, as much as, I mean, we don't want you to, you know, tell us anything on air that's private or doesn't need to be necessarily cosmetized. Feel free.
2: Well, Scott, um, I don't know how how deep you want me to get into this conversation, I went through a terrible breakup. I was on mm. the... uh Extreme right of politics, if you catch my drift. I don't mm-hmm.
4: know. I don't know how far you want me to get into that either, but not too terribly far. But I mean, I think we get the idea.
2: Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, okay. So I'll keep it at that. Well, I met I met this girl at a uh, a political event. Uh,
4: mm-hmm.
2: Shall we say? Uh, her mm-hmm. husband got murdered in black oh, and white hell. crime. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm something sorry, like man. that. Well, I mean so sin- <laughs> yes, but uh, I'm not saying pray to God this isn't the case that it happens to you, but the girl that I was dating moved on to another guy, got pregnant two weeks after I left Arizona, mm. the one her baby daddy ended up dead trying to mm. do a scooter trick in the parking lot and cracked the skull. And then mm. now she's with some other guy that's in jail. So I'm like, Thank God. Thank God, I'm not the one. Like, yeah, two out of three. I'm I'm the lone survivor.
4: What advice would you give Romeo uh, that you've learned from your experience? How's that for a deep one?
2: uh, uh well, struggling with to this day is uh, I'm not mm. looking for love anymore because <laughs> mm. when I look for it, I find it in all the wrong places. That could uh, be a song. One day God's going to send it. One One day God's going to send love my way. And when Mm. he does,
4: it's going to be, when I go looking for it, it's in all the wrong places. Romeo, are you going to be looking for love eventually and hopefully the right place? I mean, I'm going to
3: try, but I'm going to do what I can and wait. I know God, like Collar said, God has a plan. And I'm not going to go against God and I'm not going to let God down by trying to take control on the situation. I'm going to let him have full control of the situation. Mm -hmm. I think that's what every person should learn and take out of this is that it's going to be hard. You, you're going to want to come back and rebound. Yeah. That's great Mm -hmm. finding dandy, but when you rebound, is it really worth it? Is it because you really love that person or is it because you're just looking for Temporarily hap- temporary happiness in your life and joy or pleasure
0: mm-hmm.
3: and whatever pleasure or joy you are looking for, will that really fill the void that you have in that heart or will it just make it a simple, easy, quick fix? And I don't There's want a quick, no. easy, simple.
4: There is none.
3: No. And I don't want to find a simple, quick fix. I want to find happiness and be happy I can
4: really
2: sympathize. No, go ahead, Ken. It looks like Romeo already uh, (laughs) knows more than I knew when I was going through that situation because, you know, I was kind of going through that, and then uh, I was part of a different agenda at the time, and Mm -hmm. I kind of used that as a, uh, a fill gap to, you know, breach that and I don't think that's the case in this situation, so brother, I think I think you you got your head on your shoulders straight. You're you're gonna be all right, bro. Well, I well, think yeah. you and I appreciate it,
4: Ken. Yeah, and Romeo, uh-huh? you were I cut you off. You were gonna say and
3: oh, I understand that. You know, you and I, you've gone through something way more different than I have, so I can't say. That I've been through exactly what you've been through now that wouldn't be fair for me to say unless I have the experience to say it. I don't, but i I sympathize i you know i I have empathy for you, and I feel sorry for you because what you went through was probably way more traumatic than me, but I mean I should be the one telling you it's okay you nobody so, should be looking at you know nobody should be looking at me saying, oh, Romeo, it's okay. I should be out there helping the ones that have gone through what I've gone through.
0: But But it's
4: good to know that, you know, a lot of people have our backs. Yeah, but the thing is, Romeo, what I don't understand, maybe you can help me. Do you think that you are able, unlike our caller, to use the media, you know, the social media and so on like you do, to help you through this? Or is that um, not something you've considered... (laughs)
0: I mean,
3: I have, and I've talked a little bit about it saying that there are better ways to deal with situations. There's better outcomes at the end of the tunnel and that there's no need to give up and there's no need to be depressed or despaired. I guess you could say with the Mm -hmm. situation at hand, just look Mm -hmm. at it as well, you know, we made boo-boos and the boo-boos we made, guess what? we're going to have to learn from them if you don't learn from your mistakes or your boo-boos then what's the point of you trying to be happy you can't be happy when you don't learn from your mistakes
4: big question guys because let me ask is,
3: mis- okay go ahead the mistakes you make are only human we're only human we can only do so much we can only carry so much burden on our shoulders before it gets too heavy and we just end up going to a deep dark place and that's where nobody should be.
4: Are you in that deep, dark place?
3: No, I, I've i accepted it. I found happiness. I'm happy now. I'm content. I mean, yeah, I'm still hurt, but I found content by being there for my fans, not giving up on my fans, not giving up on people that are there for each other, like my viewers. They're not only there for me, Scott. you got to remember, my viewers are what, really matter and they're what really need to be hugged because they're the ones that need to be patted on the shoulders for being able to help a YouTuber like me break out of this and come out of this with at least a smile on my face and say, you know, I did it all thanks to you guys. I had people there for me. Some people aren't that a porch to have people mm. there for them.
1: Mm. I was,
3: and I'm grateful for every person that was there for me to get me to not be in that. Sleep. Would you do that? Here's a crazy question. Would you do that boo-boo again? No, I mean, I would, there would be things I would do differently. Mm. I would definitely try to make my mistakes not be done again. By mm-hmm. correcting them. And if I start noticing that my direction is kind of going in a bad direction, try to reroute myself, redirect myself, and keep myself on the right narrow path. But like I said, we're all human. We're all bound to make boo boos at some points again in our lives. But just try not to make that same one again. So, no, I would try not to make that same mistake again. I would try to, you know pick myself up and say, okay, uh, you made that mistake once, dude. Uh, Do you really want to do it again? And learn Mm. that, hey, there's that mistake. You made it before. Let's not do that
4: again. Mm. Do you think that, um, I mean, here's a difficult question. Do you think that given the experience that you've learned anything, I mean, uh, have you learned anything at all?
3: Yeah, I I learned that, you know, when life gives you lemons, you just got to make that lemonade. You got to make what the best of the situation with what you have. And I think that me learning something out of this is I have a lot of people that care for me, and not just for me, but mostly mm-hmm. for each other. And mm-hmm. Like my viewers, my YouTube viewers, my listeners on here, you, you know, Scott, excuse me, not Scott, Collins, yeah, Collins, uh, Northside Dipper 98. I've got a lot of my viewers that are there for each other, that stand for each other and with each other in the worst of times and the best of times.
4: You also have a friend. uh, By the way, I. Go ahead and finish that, but you also have a friend on area code 606. Go ahead and finish that thought, though.
3: Without people being there, I would have not gone through this. Without people picking me up and telling me, come on, you've got to be like Muhammad Ali. You can't just sit there and take the punches. you got to get up, throw your punches, do that little shuffle, and get back on your feet and thank the people that were there for you. But also, well, we I to, came out of mm, this as it humbled me.
4: Mm, we're going to go back to that. We also want to thank uh, our caller from Area Code 606. Welcome to the Romeo Show. This is Scott Hum. You've got Romeo and another couple callers with us. Uh, 606, what's your thoughts on this with Romeo?
0: Well, my thought know, is I always told him to keep his head up like he did me because now, what, all he always, he always told me to keep my head up. Never give up. Mm-hmm.
4: What happened with you, 606? Huh? What happened with you in general that brought you to a similar point?
0: Um, well, uh, as you all know, I had my girlfriend that I was with for a while, and Romeo knows who I'm talking about.
4: We won't use her yeah, name.
0: I don't want her name mentioned on the radio, but I'm just going to leave it as that. My ex, she left me in September. Well, I have called Romeo about it because... I was pretty tore up and stuff, and he's always been there, is always right. Him and a couple others, Tyler White, Winter uh, Winterhawk, and a few others.
4: Now let and, me ask um, you a lot. Let me ask you something, six oh six. Because Romeo's putting out several videos a week and so on, and you've got a personal uh, friendship with him as well. Did, yes. Did you think he that? what he was going through was hitting you as well because he was putting himself out there in the media to be seen. I mean, this, this is not easy for him. Do you, do you think that this, him putting himself out uh, for being looked at and being examined was, you know, I don't know. Made, I don't want to say made him braver. Maybe it did, but do you think it it, it made him more visible, more reliable or more anything?
0: right yeah Like right tell you this he's always he's always got a point you never he always will tell the truth about mm. he's telling people about stuff what's going on with the world mm-hmm
4: and that's he's not easy mm.
0: right exactly it takes
4: ken it takes you've seen time. yeah ken in 904 you've seen grizzler uh, uh romeo's videos what um yes does that i mean and you know him as a person <laughs> off air as well. Does did this make you feel kind of um, oh different? I mean that he's been putting his personal situation out there for people to look at.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that it makes it different. Like I was kinda going through a similar situation. Um mm-hmm. discuss how many details we wanna make public yeah. after this. Not really um Yeah, but, after is fine. Yes. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So um like basically, you know, like I was kind of thrust into the same situation. Like my ex, her husband got murdered, and all this other stuff. Terrible, you know. I wanted to defend her. All similar, similar, not exactly the same, but uh, I mean, it's tough. But like, honestly, honestly, like Romeo is doing everything he can. To like make a positive impact on everybody, which is like commendable, one hundred percent. Yeah, thank like, you. And then, and brother, you can't you can't put all this stuff on you. I know that's what mm. media is trying to. People like mm-hmm. us, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're you're the white heterosexual Christian male, whatever. Uh, you did something wrong. No, no. Uh, my ex, like, oh, you're you're gonna. You're gonna post a, a show and put all this stuff on your Facebook about you know, but then you're gonna like you know do this that and the other thing. Mm-hmm. Don't don't beat yourself up about it, brother. It's they're not perfect. It's not Bring all me. your fault. Don't, don't uh, put all the blame on yourself.
4: Nine hundred four Ken brings up a good point to not put all this on yourself. I mean, and I think six hundred six uh, Grizz, if I could ask you this one. Do you think that... Yeah, go ahead. Do you think Romeo is maybe feeling too much pressure because he is in the media, because he is a limited purpose public figure? Do you think he's taking much on... I mean, I hope we're not putting too much on you, Romeo, but are, are we... By the way, I want before I, at, before Grizzly responds, are we putting too much on you? No.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I think that a lot of the stuff that you guys are doing is giving me a lot of things to do keep me busy keep me occupied and i need to i need to be occupied i need to have my mind busy
0: i don't think it's bothering him i can tell it ain't bothering you Gromia and god and i believe what he just said i mm-hmm. believe it but you know the what it's like uh like crying up church Hey, for mm-hmm. with this too Romeo can do the same but Mm -hmm. Romeo can't be like Ryan. He does the same stuff as Ryan does, but he can handle it like he, but he's not like Ryan or not famous like Ryan. But Mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter if you're famous or not. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're famous or not, boys. But, you know, that's what you get for being a public famous figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's getting much and much and much. You know, it yeah, brought and, the
4: good point.
0: Pl- and I was oh. going
4: to add
3: to that, that yes, being a mild public figure does have a lot of downfalls. Now, your question was before we went to break, do I think that my public figure might be ruining or hurting my private Mm, figure. I think there is a yes, no answer to this. And I'm going to say yes and no to a degree. Yes, because it does take up a lot of my time away from personal family and relationships and Mm. it does hurt that ability. But with that being a given, There's a give and take with this. I say no also because there's a lot of people that I know that look up to people that are on YouTube, not just for gaming and and just talking politics and talking smack about other YouTubers or other people, but people out there that are sincere, that are able to continue to have the energy that they have in real life and put it out there in the same way everyone they look into kind of like a peek into their own private life Uh and it does kind of hurt it because in some ways when you put yourself out there you're opening yourself up to criticism you're opening yourself up to the public being able to see you as whatever your persona is whether it's happy-go-lucky sad bipolar or just kind of schizophrenic not schizophrenic but like kind of off the walls in a big cluster humiliation of cluster of emotions wrapped all in one you got to realize that putting yourself out there is going to make yourself have kind of a impact maybe in some part of
4: people's lives. Go ahead,
0: six.
4: Yeah. Let's do first, and then let's count at can at hold that thought a second. Grizz six oh six, go ahead.
0: I was just saying like you can go insane Romeo like like me. Where I'd be on the internet two thousand and twelve until feel like mostly got in the more of to now where I had faith a lot, never got on there much until in fact Three or four. This sh- been going on like for the past two years since I got from high school, and where my name is Grizzly, where that that's my nickname. Yes, but I'm not saying my real name because Naomi understands that. But I got that because if it wasn't for you know who, that wouldn't yep. happen. But where my nickname and everybody calls me that from. Facebook, YouTube, all that. People know when I brought myself out here, like on social media, and I tell everybody a way to think, my opinion. They get mad and get jealous and haters can hate. But you know yeah, what? It nope. drives me so insane.
4: Let me ask uh Ken you had a question. Uh, Ken you were
2: Yeah, basically what I was gonna say was uh I was a uh mild mm-hmm. to whatever. You know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh but me and uh, me and Scott, we've been friends for a very long time. Um we've been here for each other. Uh we've helped each other out through a lot of uh, low points in our life. Yeah uh, right. put it mildly. Yeah. 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 And uh
4: go ahead, brother. Yeah, we gotta we got a few minutes left here, so I just want to ask a Romeo a really big question. They say that uh, clowns are really serious, thoughtful people crying on the inside. Were you crying on the inside or the outside when this happened? When this originally
3: started, I was hurt on the inside. But then mm-hmm. when I did that video, I started becoming more noticeable and it became more Seeable that it was mm-hmm. both. It, I was trying to fight it back, but I couldn't hold it, and
4: mm-hmm.
3: I ended up letting it go.
4: Let me ask mm-hmm. you this. I want to go around the table with everybody in the last few minutes we have here. Uh, let's start with Ken, 904. Ken, um, where to next for you with uh, that um, incident with her, we'll call it.
2: <laughs> I'm I, I moved on. I moved on. Like I was telling Romeo earlier, like, you know, I'm not looking for a relationship anymore. Romeo is on the same page. Uh God's gonna send somebody my way. I'm done looking for it because every time I look, I look in the wrong places. A bar, yeah. uh like we down here in Daytona, Florida, Knoxville, <laughs> whatever, it does th- it. Like I'm not, I'm not going to find anybody suitable for a life partner, and yeah. uh, Romeo is on the
4: same page. So, Grizzly, really? what about? I don't think he needs. Uh, to. I, I think it's good advice you've given, uh, Grizz nine six zero six. What yes, about sir. you? What about you? What's uh, your next? Uh, uh, next. Well, I mean, do you have uh, Mrs. Grizzly coming up somewhere? <laughs> do you think maybe in the future?
0: Uh yes, I'm talking about trying but I ain't rel- ready for a relationship after the last one I've been with, mm-hmm. and <laughs> then those days, I'm just not sick of. Them. But yeah. boys, I don't need. I want to have a wife, but not right now. I want to stay at home and get a job, like smack a little money here. And well, you can hear what in the background. Going on. you can hear them crowing.
1: Uh-huh. It's
0: dark over here. It's about seven fifty-eight over. I check this every day. I feed water put much time and money and taking care of them all the time. Yeah. Like, it's a hobby, and you know, I just want to do my hobby is wreck, feed water and raise them and sell them. That's what I yeah. get my money at. That's why Romeo, my money. Yeah.
4: Let me ask mm. you, Romeo in, in the little time we have left here. Um, as as one of the roosters people, a lot of people know, what's next for you? Are you ready for to even think about that?
3: Well, I'm going to take it day by day, but I just think of life like this. He who is not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. The great Mm -hmm. Muhammad Ali spoke those words. And in my life, I'm going to have to take risks to accomplish something. And whatever it is, it is. I mean, if I have to take risks on finding another girl, I will take those risks. Now, do I plan on going out there and trying to find somebody right away? Nah, I'm going to take a little time. I'm going to continue to be me, and that's just how I'm going to be. Okay. I going
0: to say this, Romeo, and not interrupt, but you better you your me to <laughs> Yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah, I want to thank all I, you guys. I wish for, I could. Yeah, I want to thank all you guys hey, for buddy. coming in. Yeah, go ahead, Kev.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now would be the perfect time for the Allison.
4: Yeah, really. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I want to thank again all of you for coming in and uh, hopefully cheering up Romeo. I know he can survive. And next week, the Romeo show, just like normal. Uh, hopefully, Romeo just like normal as well. This is Scott Hum. Thanking you for listening to the Romeo Show on the RightwingMedia.net, and we will catch you later.
0: Mm-hmm.